welcome to Beers and Bars. Your place for rapid fire hip hop discussion and of course great beer. I'm Kamal Kiddo. OT the Golden Child. Thank y'all for checking out our last episode. Uh, if anybody is out there uh, for the first time listening to this on the podcast apps, you're going to notice some differences here. Um, we are actually live right now, um, going live directly uh, from our various pages. You know, we're live on YouTube right now, but hopefully people are checking us out wherever we are posting the link at. So if you hear us uh, veer off and say, oh, my God, look at that. Uh, such and such said this. Let's respond to that. Again, it's because we live. But either way, your place for rapid fire hip hop discussion and, of course, great beer here with another episode. Thank you for the long time listeners. If this is your first time listening. Uh, thank you. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe wherever you are checking for this content at. So with that being said, come on, kiddo. Uh, first time live, man. What are we doing here? What's popping? Yes, first time live. Uh, I'm trying to get myself together and make sure I have all of our notes. We, <laughs> this is our first time going live. So uh, a part of me is kind of... Um, all over the place a little bit, but right, right, right. Um, I can let you know what we are. Um, what we are. Oh, we do have a couple of viewers, but yes, we. I'll let you know what we're talking about today. Okay. Um, we're talking about the importance of creating timeless music. Mm-hmm. The importance of creating timeless music. Okay. Um, we're also talking about how do you source for new music? We were having a conversation with Dan Bonifero from Lalo, mm-hmm. and he's got he's up on all the new music, man. Yes, he how is. do you source for new music? And then finally, Rolling Stone has dropped their uh top 200 rap albums of all time. Mm-hmm. This is of all time, all time of all time. Mm-hmm. They're top 200. We're going to talk about it. But first, before we get into any of those, what are we drinking? All right. So, again, this is your first time checking out the show. This is a beer and rap show where we kind of, you know, delve into the, the beer that we're drinking along with the music that we're going to be checking out for the show. So, I am going to kick it off today, man. I am going to be drinking Maplewood's The Sound. Uh, shout out to Maplewood Brewery. They are, I think, the first brewery that we went to in 2020 we reviewed eminem's last album at maplewood spot um, oh, that was our last our last spot that was the no the last spot we actually went to was old irving but the first spot in 2020 that we went to when oh, all yeah. of this zoomness right. and all that kind of stuff started was uh maplewood so shout out to them this is their uh the sound this is a west coast ipa so let me go ahead and crack this boy let's let's first of all bring in a ceremonial on camera for the first time live Went all in my beard. But yeah, man. <laughs> um, the wife he bought me this, man. She came back in the in, in the crib one day with some beer for me. And I was like, you are wonderful. So here's how I describe this beer for those who are out there listening. This is a IPA that if you love, love, love IPAs, you'll love this beer. I mean, it is smacking, it is, you know, it is very hoppy, it is has that nice bite that bitterness to it but at the same time if you be like oh i don't like ipas then this is this is that kind of beer right (laughs) um it's for it's for the real west coast style ipa folks and whatnot so yeah cheers to maplewood man good beer word up word up word up um i was in jewel the other day and i saw the bros man dad life let's go you know what i'm saying i had to say you know what let me go ahead and give me that uh 
hip hops and R and brew situation from the gang over at Funky Town Brewery. Okay. Um, I'm like, you know what, man? Give me that, man. Um, y'all know what this is. This is a Citra Mosaic. Um, this beer is one of this. This beer is the one that started Funky Town. Word the up. one that started Funky Town. Look at okay. that. Got the Fuji's on there. Word. Um, it is reminiscent to an artist's first album. We spent years developing the style, flavor, aroma, and mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. We wanted to make a beer that allows people to expand their pal- palate, not turn it off. Okay. Enjoy on repeat. Let me go ahead and dang man, gotta gotta. Ooh, ooh. Okay. So yeah, man, having that young uh, Citra mosaic situation. Word up, man. I uh, we so come on. Let's let's talk a bit about that story, man. That uh, that's that's Funky Town. Shout out to uh, all the brothers over there, man. Uh, five point five, five point yeah. five ABV. Yeah, man. Uh, Rich, Zach, and. Great, you know what I'm saying? They they pulled up on Kamal when they first put this beer out. You know what I'm saying? They, they pulled up to his crib with the original uh homebrew type situation. Or, orange stuff. top situation, man. Yeah, man. So come on. Um, first of all, big shout out to everybody. Listen, it's, it was a lot of love that was shown in the city this weekend, man. Um, oh yeah. I this is the first summer fest, well, formerly known as the High Park Brew Fest. This is the first one that I did not go to. Um, and I'm hella pissed about that because it seems like everybody was at the summer fest, you know. It was what I'm saying? big, too. It was big. It seems like everybody was there, man. So, shout out to everybody who participated within that. But let's go right into our topics, man. Um, today, like you said, I want to I want to start off with the cl- not the classics one, but the uh, the timeless music one, right? Um, the importance of creating timeless music. Yes. And obviously, you know, we're a hip hop show. We're going to kind of segment this mainly to rap and whatnot. But um, let's do it this way. The reason why I wanted to talk about this is because we've been a couple weeks ago. We was talking about Marvin Gaye's um, album. Uh, What's going on? Um, Kendrick just dropped recently. And, you know, there's different conversations about what people put this album at versus his other albums. Um, but I was in the gym the other day, man. I was listening to Lupe Fiasco's The Cool. Lupe Fiasco was actually at the Summerfest too. And it was two songs specifically that was on that album that really made me, when I was in the gym, I was listening to the album. It was the song, uh, Little Weapon. Remember that joint? Yes. Little Weapon. And then I don't know the order it came in, but it was either Streets is on Fire. And then, no, that is it right there. It was Streets is on Fire and then Little little Weapon. Yeah. And Streets is on Fire is this song that's like um, talking about this, you know, sickness, this, you know, uh, virus or whatever that's like going through the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that's going through and, and you know, it's polarizing everyone. The, the people is this person blaming that person. Now, this is 2007. Lupe is making this, right? And I'm not suggesting that he was trying to, you know, um, create something that was pandemic-esque. But then the second song after that, Little Weapon, is this um, song that's talking about uh, youth and gun violence, right? Mm-hmm. And he does it in three ways. Now, Little Terry got a gun he bought from the dun-dun-dun. And 
The first one is talking about that from a hood aspect. Second one is talking about it from, you know, um, militant young men who are weaponized and like, let's say, you know, African and whatnot. And then the last one was talking about, you know, maybe a bullying situation. Now, here's my point, right? How do you create timeless music? We talk about classics all the time, right? I don't, Lupe obviously didn't know that these songs would ring true for me in 2022, which is the point that I'm saying, right? Like I'm listening to these songs and we just had Uvalde, we had Buffalo, we on the back end of a pandemic, but Lupe is an artist that is always been fearless, right? Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. always been honest and always been authentic. And mm. I think that those three things if you're an artist and you're focusing on always doing that, being fearless, unapologetic, you are being honest and you're being authentic, those types of music will always go forth. Because there is no right answer. How do you make timeless music? It ain't a formula. You know what I'm saying? You just gave the formula, I, I think. Um, that's actually, you came, you came with notes right now. You had a good little segue situation. That was pretty good. Um with that all i would add is i think there is a formula i think more than anything you have to be authentic everything you said really I, okay. I can't even say more than anything those three are all important most rappers are fearless yeah um most rappers are fearless and um Rappers should be authentic mm -hmm. and honest. Okay. But those rappers that are authentic and honest are the ones that normally are making more so timeless music than music of the time. Mm, okay. um, music of the time, you know, remember back in like the the late 90s early 2000s we've had this combo before yeah yeah when artists would would make music they gotta have a girl song mm -hmm. they gotta have a club hit yeah they gotta have um maybe you know you you might have a song for your homies that passed away right um but they trying to check off the boxes. The, the boxes for types of songs to have on an album they're right. trying to make a quote-unquote well-rounded album. There's something for everyone on this album. Right. You should buy this album. It is a bunch. Normally, it's a lot. You know, we're looking for the singles. What single is leading this album? Mm -hmm. But um, in today's time where a lot of times the record company is not controlling the artists, Mm -hmm. and not controlling the music that's getting put out. Right. Um, you know, you have somebody like a Kendrick who is putting out completely fearless, honest music. Now he is on a label, but now he's, you know, this is like, but he's, but he's reached a point where he's such a superstar. The label surely is going to allow him to do whatever he wants to do. He's gone. He's proven himself to make timeless music. He's proven himself um, valuable to a record label. Um, yeah. And a lot of times, if artists aren't valuable to a record label, they are. They are at the record label's uh, mercy as yeah. far as you know 
you need to have this on an album. Right. You need to make this song and put it on your album. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard that a lot with Lasers mm. by Lupe Fiasco, bringing it back around. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't personally call Lasers timeless. Yeah, no, no, it's not. I, w- I would say so. I wouldn't say that as well. But I would say Food and Liquor is timeless. Mm-hmm. You know who I think makes a lot of really good timeless music, or at least used to? Puffy. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think Puff is one of the best. Like, Hypnotize, that come on today, it sounds like today. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound dated. Yeah. It does not sound like the whole Life of Death, Life After Death album doesn't sound dated to me yeah you know what i'm saying uh no way out doesn't sound dated it sounds current it sounds like it's now Mm -hmm. um this is timeless i was just i've been in my wu-tang bag lately Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so i've been i've been uh, i just listened to uh supreme clientele today Mm. man that's a good album that's a good album that is and it don't sound like it it don't sound old it okay. doesn't sound old, you know. Like Wu Tang's first album does sound older because of the way they recorded it. Yeah. But at the same time, these songs are still banging. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um. But yeah, just I I, I would agree that all of these artists that I'm naming right now were fearless. Mm-hmm. They're authentic in what they were doing. Yes. And they were honest with it, man. And I think that what you're saying is, without a doubt, uh, the formula to making timeless music. You got a lot of artists that choose quality, I mean, quantity. Yeah. Quantity. Over the quantity. Over quality. Uh-huh. They just put out music, put out music, put out music. Mm-hmm. And they can go and tour this music. Shout out to Currency. Yes. And artists like that, that or or a Gucci that puts out music, puts out music, puts out music, and then they can perform this music. Yeah. And they will get paid from the uh from the venues that have them, and that is a way that they will be able to sustain themselves. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's also a way to do it. Yeah. But is it timeless? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. But well, let's they do they bag though. They get yeah. a bag, but that's not what we're discussing, right? Yes, <laughs> maybe we'll have a who doesn't make who is the best at getting the bag, uh, a segment one day. But, um, let's shift a little bit to a more controversial uh topic as I try to get my hat straight on camera, more controversial topic that has been kind of making its way around, which is weird because this list isn't new. I'm trying to find exactly when this list was published, but the uh infamous at this point for the past week oh we get right into it oh let's go let's go let's go right into it the infamous rolling stones 200 greatest hip-hop albums of all time um yeah which is tough to do and here's the thing the reason why the reason why we want to talk about this first of all is just i think to explore just the subjectivity of list in general yeah is there such thing as objectivity in music? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe so. I don't know. But 
Yeah. Also, I've been seeing a lot of people be pissed um, recently about the list from the standpoint of it seems as if, if the creators of it uh, and somebody can fact check me on this. Uh, I didn't see a, a, a black individual <laughs> at all on the. Uh, you got to be created. kidding me. I didn't check it. Again, that. again that's, here's that. the thing. It's, I can a be lot of, it's a lot of writers that compiled this list. I can be 100% incorrect on that. I but, hope you are. Yeah. Because that says a whole lot about who is uh for for a publication as uh important as yeah, supposedly. Mm-hmm. As Rolling Stone. Yeah. To comment on a black culturally black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um sport, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Industry. Yeah. You have nobody of color that is writing. That can be that can be true or not true. Yes, yes. But if that is true, I hope it's false. Yeah, we do hope we hope that it's false. Because if not, y'all, y'all wilding on that one. But um, I guess what pissed people off the most was, and and I think rightfully so. But let me say this first. (laughs) I think that we are in an era of extreme trolling, and I think. Some stuff may be done so that individuals like us, our, our new favorite word, me and Kamal, we've, we've used the word a little bit uh, lately, pontificate, so that individuals can, you know, because this is this is for them. This is going to get them more people talking about Rolling Stone and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But you have stuff like Illmatic, which is the greatest rap album of all time, Fight Me, at 24, and you'll have like a i think cardi b um invasion of privacy is that it yes is at number 16 i believe let me check that missy elliott's so addictive i believe is in the top 15 as well miss miss e right miss e which is not her best album i don't care what they talking about Hey, hey, hey. You take over, Kamal, because I'm, I'm, hey. I'm getting biased right now. You go ahead, go. That's not her best album. What's her best album? <laughs> take Care is number 11. Now, that I think is ridiculous. I think that's ridiculous. Take Care I think that, I don't think that's, I don't think Take Care. I mean, sonically, you know, it's up there. So they're going to give, they're going to put Drake in there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, here we go. But, um, Miss E So Addictive is number seven all time. Now that's kind of bizarre. That's that's actually that's absolutely bonkers. Now I'm gonna say this. Look, so when you first sent me this list, right? I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. When I see that number 200 is Astro World, I'm like, okay, bring, all right. Bring yourself uh, back up. I'm happy Astro World is even on here. Oh, yeah. word, word. I'm happy that uh Astro World is even is even mentioned. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But so now, I instantly go to the top 40. <laughs> you yes. know what I'm saying? I'm trying to see, all right, well, what they talking about? You know what I'm saying? You got um, you got the chronic at 40. Woo, okay. Let's wow. see where you're going with this. All right, all right, all right. All right, you got the chronic at 40. You got good kid, Mad City at 38. Woo, okay. All right, Dave. Y'all okay? What's going on? 
Cuban links only built for Cuban links at 37. All right, all right. No, I'm 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 okay. I'm that's a really strong one. What's coming ahead of that? All right, doggy style is 35. All right, sheesh. I I okay, all right. That these are neck and neck. Not not bad, but but I mean my goodness, what you got in the top 20, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I see where you're going. But then I get down here and number 32. Is Chief Key finally rich? (laughs) (laughs) You got Chief Keith ahead of only built for Cuban links. I see what you're doing. Ahead of the chronic. Ahead of the chronic. Okay. Ahead of doggy style. These are certified classics. These are, these are, these are uh diamond albums at mm-hmm. this point these are diamond albums these are di- numbers don't lie these are diamond albums yes 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 you yes trying to tell me nah he might have went platinum you trying to tell me he went diamond you uh, trying to tell me that his cultural impact was more than doggy style than the chronic than than uh only built for Cuban links. Mm-hmm. You trying to tell me that his rapping ability was better than these albums that you got before it? Yeah, that you got lower than Chief Keith. Now I respect Chief Keith for what he's done yes. in the culture and the people that he has birthed. Because mm-hmm. he's he he's got a lot of people that have come in the door. He opened the door for a lot of cats. Yes, that's all good. That's beautiful. But besides like Love Sosa, and I'm older. Mm-hmm. And so my vantage point is different. Okay. I listened to it. When I heard, when I saw that, I listened to it. Yeah. Nah, bruh. Okay. Okay. The content, content wise, just content alone. I've been trying to get you to the dark side for so long, and now I feel like the the real Jack Nicholson meme when he when he the gift when he's doing this because you be trying to play all this. Oh, it's all subjective. No, but it is opinion. It's opinion. It's all. That's my last comment about the whole thing. It's all opinion. No, no, (laughs) I'm not going. Listen, listen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Shout out to Sparks. Sparks, we talking about the Rolling Stones top two hundred. of hip-hop of all time. Here's the thing, right? I think that although music is very subjective and that obviously people like what they like, there are certain things that do define what it means to be good in some sense, right? Now, that's very nuanced in music because music all is about your ears and what your ears are taking in, but... In some ways, I do liken it to like a sport. Like, okay, if you're not better than LeBron, then you're simply not better than LeBron, right? So to my, I just think that when you listen to an album, some albums, I just think that a good amount of people damn well know that this album is not better than this album. Now, maybe I'm tripping, but the reality for me is that if I can be 
the age I am now and have an extreme appreciation for something as old as what's going on, then I don't want to hear no, oh, well, you know, these people are young and, oh, okay, well, they 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 like what they like. Yeah, that's true, but I'm, I'm not going, man. I think this list, honestly, is mostly a troll list, man. I think I think it's some trolling happening here, dog. Let me say this, and then I'm gonna be finished. Okay, 29. me too. Go ahead. Twenty nine. Mm-hmm. All eyes on me. Ooh. Twenty eight. The infamous Mob Deep. Ooh. Ooh. Twenty seven is Outcast Aquemini. Ooh. These some. Ooh. Twenty six is Reasonable Doubt. Jay Z. Jay Z. Dog says Super Troll. Yeah. The Goat. The goat, right? Nas is twenty-four. Woo, Illmatic. Woo, fam, that is so disrespectful to have Nas. I'm sorry. Go. I'm. I don't want to keep talking. You go. Now, future DS two at twenty. Um, I like that album, but what? <laughs> that's that's a little peculiar. That's a little peculiar. Um. Okay, you got Mad Villainy at 18. All right, all right. I, I I guess I could go for that. Now, I haven't seen much Kanye in here, but Jesus is 17. I'm on the fence about that one. Um, I do like that album, but that's 17. Now, think of all, all the albums I just named. All yeah. Eyes on Me, Aquemini. Okay. Including up there was also DMX is dark and hell is hot. Bring yourself back up. Number 16 is Cardi B invasion of privacy. Love you, Cardi. I rock with Cardi. I do. One. Is it? um, Let's go back to what you said about timeless music. Mm hmm. Let's go back to what you said about timeless music. Now we talking. Go ahead. Is it authentic? It's a lot of singles. It's all singles. If I if I really remember that album, it's all yeah, singles. it's a lot, it's a lot of singles on that joint. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's why it's hot. That's mm-hmm. why it's popping. Mm-hmm. It's all singles. That's why she's able to chill off that one album because. She making she make she made mad bank off of that joint. It's yeah. all singles, mm-hmm. okay. But also, um, is it honest? Well, what is honesty now in rap? You know what I'm saying? Did she write these bars? Mm. That would be honest if she wrote these bars. Stop hating on Cardi. Go, you keep going. I mean, okay. Uh, the Chronic Dre probably didn't write all those bars. He probably didn't write any bars. Mm-hmm. It's likely he didn't write any bars on the chronic. Yes, right? maybe. But you got uh, the infamous. You got it's dark and hell is hot. You got Aquemini. These cats writing their albums. Ex- exactly. Yes. You telling me that uh, uh, Rico Wade and them was in the dungeon making <laughs> making uh, Aquemini live instrumentation going on. And got the audit Rolling Stone got the audacity to to put them below Cardi B. I rock with Cardi as a personality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like I like Bodak Yellow. But bruh, 
Bruh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, authenticity, honesty, fearlessness. Most rappers are fearless. Okay, yeah. But is it timeless? I don't know. Bro. Bodak Yellow is timeless. I think that forever we'll be. I ain't to Bodak Yellow since it dropped. Come on, you've been announcing two to years. I'm clientele today. Because you got to play Bodak if you go outside. You've been, you've been, you've been, you've been in. They was playing at the high, they was playing at the Summerfest. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? And Supreme Clientele is number 14. All right. <laughs> Let's move past. Let's move past our final topic. First again, if, if you're checking us out right now, man, we appreciate you. We try. We got some live things coming up. So honestly, we Bruh, just, we... take care is 11. Take care is better. Bruh, this man got a bar on take care talking about. I go through my girl's purse when she not looking, when she away from the. This what we respecting in the culture, G. Hey, leave. This what we respecting in the culture, man. That's funny. Y'all wilding, man. Y'all wilding, G. That's funny. Look. That's wild, G. Look. I can't go, G. This this is a segment uh, I, I wished I had uh, more people on for because I really want to know what y'all are doing out there, man. I really want to know. This is this is our last topic. Again, if y'all checking us out, we using y'all right now because we got a couple live events coming up, and we just trying to figure out how to work this whole live situation and whatnot. Hey, this so- is my last point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you won't let me talk. Antonia is number two. Hey, bro, you got equipment on this list, and stank on you. Is number two. I'm mad at that, but I'm not mad at that, bro. I'm mad at that. G, let me tell you why I'm, I'm not mad, mad at that. G, let me tell you why I'm not mad. At thank you. On the go ahead, outcast G, outcast got some bangers. Stank on you is a good album, but it's not better than a Quimini. It's not better than a Quimini. G, here's why I don't I'm... even know if it's better than AT Aliens. Here's why I'm not mad at it. It's such a genre bending album for them that's the joint they got what can make a nigga want to do another nigga that's yeah. that joint right okay yeah. so and it also has uh stank love stank love. yeah yeah Woo. stank love is crazy that was that was siu days right there um hey danny funny man <laughs> yeah hey danny be our only viewer man it's missing people here but they're not talking all right, let's let's go ahead and move on, man. We we really um this last topic. Hopefully, Danny, you let us know whoever else is not afraid to comment wherever you're watching at. How we checking for music nowadays? How do you source new music? So we come all we come from the blog era, right? Um, where we would check for blogs and see who was popping. Nowadays, who's driving new music? Come on, you might have to turn me down because I'm coming through on your end a little bit. I don't know. Um, how do we source music? I know how I be sourcing. I be letting the algorithms just take me for a ride on Spotify. That's how I be. I just be on Spotify, just 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 take just going for a ride. Um, but how y'all checking for new music, man? What are y'all what are, what are y'all methods? What what do y'all do? How do y'all how do y'all find new music? What are you doing? Come on, you answer this because you are well, you are you a self proclaimed. Uh, music elitist, rap elitist. I am, I am. Um, and I can't be anymore <laughs> because you know I would be checking for blogs. I got uh, 
I got on the party next door through a blog. I got on, which was I was thankful for. Somebody put me on to Anderson Pack. I think Danny might have put me on. Actually, somebody put me on to Anderson Pack. Wait, Sparks did put us, and I was like, "Yo, he's good." Sparks did put um, me on to Anderson Pack or Chris Shields. One of the two. It was one of the two. My yeah, homie Chris. Go ahead. Um, I got on really through from MF Doom when I was in. Um, so for me, mainly it's been word of mouth. Lately, it's been word of mouth. So if you put somebody, OT, if you put somebody, if you send me somebody like the Rugged Nuggets, I check for that album, actually. That joint kind of decent. You know what I'm saying? And before anybody get excited, it is like a R&B, soul, jazz type situation. That's a lot. Funk, but, um that joint was that joint is kind of good actually that joint mm -hmm. is good like you know i mess around with the kids i threw it on in the car when i picked them up they want to rap over it you know what i'm saying actually yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah they want to yeah, rap yeah. over. shout out also to cash in cash out for real uh for real 21 and tyler because they like that beat too yeah <laughs> they, they've been rapping on that joint too um but yeah, man, as far as new music, for me, it's word of mouth lately. Okay. Lately it's been word of mouth. So Lalo Dan just put me on uh Coast Contra. I just listened to them. Yeah. Um Marlon Craft, you put me on. Yeah. Um yeah, new music. It, and it's really hard for me to even like actually press play on something because it's like uh, Danny put me on Hank Trill. Danny hey, put me on not, Hank Trill. <laughs> we are not talking about Hank Trill on this joint, G. It, it cannot happen. We will not talk about Hank Trill. Shout out Sparks. Um, but yeah, man, I, I feel I'm, that's the way I be, the way I be sourcing new music, man. Honestly, is just uh. I've become a, a real avid listener of Spotify, man. I think that's the main way that I check for stuff. Alone, look at Sparks. On the real, that ain't true, man. Um, bonus round before we get out of here. Bonus round. Oh, that's fire! Bonus round. What happened? I could put in like the comments. This is our first time doing live, so yeah. Oh, look at Sparks. They Sparks didn't expect his face to be on the screen. Listen. I was, I was <laughs> big shout out, big, big shout out to uh, our homies out in the, the DMV area, uh, ill-advised wise guys, because to be honest with you, I've been checking for them lately, man. And I told Kamal, you know, at times like this, it's not a lot dropping. And the reality is we started off with this, with this, uh, with this concept, with this project. And we was very heavy in our concept bag, our, our, our you know, we had dope uh, things to talk about and, um, we wasn't really album review driven at first, but yeah. now we've become music has been dropping, dropping, dropping. Um, and now we're more album review driven, but now it's not a lot of albums dropping. And it's like, Ooh, um, so shout out to ill advised. Cause they stay with some dope topics, some dope Dude. content. And I want to, I want to pick this from them. Cause I, I really want to see what people have to say about this. And then we'll get out of here. A topic of theirs was, I think it was what responsibility is it of an artist to know prior music? And this is piggybacking off of remember the Jack Harlow joint where he was on the uh on the on hot nine seven 
And he got mm. crucified because he didn't know the Brandy Angel in disguise joint, and he didn't know that Brandy and Ray J was brothers and sisters. Is it important, or do artists have a response? Okay, that was it. What is the importance or responsibility of artists to know? Does it matter at all to know the past? To know prior? That's a tough one. Um, I'm going to say... In real life, it don't matter, man. Do us as music listeners want our artists to know about music? Mm -hmm. Yes. If you talk to his peers, if you talk to his peers, then they don't need to know why they need to know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, they don't mm -hmm. care. You know what I'm saying? I was looking at um I was looking at um what's the McDonald's uh the McDonald's basketball joint with the young basketball players. What's that called? Oh, the McDonald's All-American game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the All-American joint. They were interviewing them. They was like one got to go. They got Uzi on there, Kanye, uh City Girls, mm. uh Travis a lot of them were saying, man, get Travis out of here. A lot of them were saying, man, get Kanye out of here. Mm -hmm. A lot of them was like, why y'all don't have, like, man, I'm I'm uh, 18. I'm 19. Why don't y'all have City Girls on here or something? Mm. Why don't y'all, and, and that was so striking. Like, first of all, dang, I'm getting older. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. Uh... But the thing is, why should it like he was on he was on uh hot nine seven high ninety-seven? Listen, old man Ebro. They set him up. They did. And they first of all, <laughs> don't let me don't get me started on hot ninety-seven. I don't even I don't relax. even check. I'm a I'm a relax. I'm a relax. I'm a relax. Okay. But those are older ladies and lady and gentlemen and you know many young artists have come through there and you know ebro likes to get on them for you know they he he ebro is a purist ebro is a hip-hop purist mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so you know we are you know he gonna try to get them to like, hey, man, you should know this. You should know this. This is your history. When really, bro, that ain't. They grew up probably on Drake. Mm. They grew up. They grew up with with different artists at the top. We you know, know Jack man? Harlow grew up on Drake. We that's absolutely positively who Jack Harlow was checking for. Oh, for sure. For um, sure. Let me say this. But go I'm ahead, just go saying, ahead. like they. I'm just saying. It don't matter. In the grand scheme, it does not matter. Okay. They're going to still get their money. They're going to still make the music that they want to make without having any prior knowledge of that. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. Here, here's what I will say, though. It don't, if you good, it don't matter at all. Right. Mm. But the, I think a good caveat is that if you are good, I guarantee in some respect you are a student of the game. I guarantee 
Yay, Kendrick, Kendrick, ooh, yes, all these people. So I would say it's not important if what however you got to your, your stratosphere and you're good at doing what you're doing. It obviously is not important because you're still good. Right. But the good ones, the like the I, I'll move to basketball. You know, Kobe was studying Mike. You know, LeBron was For studying sure. Kobe and, and sure. back and forth and whatnot. So it don't matter. But I guarantee the greats was checking for the greats. Facts. Ooh, that's. A... I'm a closer. I'm like uh. You I are my man. When I used to when I, I used to watch the Cubs. But look, we appreciate y'all for checking us out on our first live. Um, I don't know what the next episode. Actually, the next episode is probably going to be a review one because I think we got game. I think we got Joey Badass coming out too this weekend or soon. Um, yeah. But if not. Soon we will be doing a mid-year review. It's going to be dope. We're going to be bringing on our homie Dan Bonifero from Lalo Brewery out in Toronto, uh, Canada. Uh, we are going to be talking about mid-year stuff. So who had the best verse so far? Who mm. has the best album so far? Who is the rookie of the year so far? Um, and all those other things got so some, far. Got some background music going. Go ahead. Oh, this is wonderful. But we appreciate you. Uh, let, me calm, let me calm down. We appreciate you guys for checking us out. Um, this has been Beers and Bars. And we will see you guys next time. Have a good one. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs>